Welcome guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's your girl Chloe. We are back again with episode two of the Growing Through a Breakup series podcast. As I told you guys last week, it's going to be a weekly podcast. Um, and I'm trying to make them a little bit longer. Just got, you guys got to bear with me. I'm all new to this. <laughs> um, but this episode is called Relationship Grieving and we're going to jump right into it. Um, and I always want to say, like, I'm no doctor, no professional claiming to know things. I'm really just telling my story. Um, starting off with some background, prior to my last relationship, I never, like, ever, ever grieved any of my relationships longer than a week. I know it sounds crazy, but that's really what it was. I was always on to the next one, like, and I think that's just because, like what I spoke about in the intro, like I just never felt like I, I felt like it was every, everybody did me wrong because I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like I could never see any fault in what I did. But this one hit me like a ton of bricks and it still is, you know, this is a day by day process. Backstory, we broke up January 11th. I broke up with him January 11th. Here it is right now. It's March 23rd and I'm finally on the mic addressing things. So, um, uh, let's just address the fact that I just always wanted to show that I was that girl. Nothing didn't phase me. And this one right here, I knew even though my attitude probably wouldn't have saved the relationship, it definitely played, it played a part, like a, a major part in how the relationship shifted. And I took sole accountability for my fault in this. But that's another episode I have called Accountability, which will be a little bit further down in the series. Um, but getting into like race, relationship grieving, honestly, I never knew I could have so much anxiety going down roads that we used to go down together or even by his old place, like seeing even a certain type of vehicle, like make it, it, it made me grip my steering wheel hard when I'm driving. Like those things that people don't talk about. Like I just experienced it full on, even like places we used to go to. It just, everything, it hits hard. Like, and nobody wants to talk about it. And during that process, it's like me, I'm gaslighting my own thoughts, even though I know in my heart, I made the right decision. It just, you're just living in a world where it's just you're up and down, left and right. You don't even know which way to go. Like you got so bad in the beginning that I made my couch my bed. And I know that sounds like crazy, but seriously, I have a nice bed, nice apartment, but I could not sleep in my bed. I could not. I felt hopeless in my own home with all the memories that were here and everything like that. It just, it really took a toll from the beginning. I even was staying over at my parents' house more because I was like, I don't want to even be in this space, this area, this area, even though it was mine, like nothing in here is, you know, his, like this is all mine, but it just didn't feel like home. And it's, it's like the next would be like grieving all the financial decisions, like the financial decisions that I was making for us, the sacrifices that I was making for us, for me to just be back on myself, back by myself now. Nights that I 
didn't want to bother even my family because they were just happy and proud that I finally was able to leave the situation. Like they were just proud that I was able to get out of it. And me and my own head and my word, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes, I finally did this, but oh my gosh, like it hurts so bad. And I didn't know what it was like this. It's like an uneasy, like it's like a weight on your chest that like you can't, you can't feel like it's it's like you walk around, you still have to go to work, you still have bills don't stop, you still have to do this, and you're just in a mode of like zombie mode. That's what I call it, because that's how it felt in the beginning. Now, um, in my past relationship, my ex, he had two kids, well, has two kids. Um, nobody in this world could have prepared me for that separation. Because let's just backstory. He had stopped letting me see the kids a while ago. Undoing nothing, nothing that I had done. He would he just claimed that he was just working so much, you know, and he got them and he wanted to just spend time with them. Prior to that, in 2021, when we lived together, that wasn't a thing because we had them every other weekend. So they knew me. So she even, the daughter even called me for Christmas, like saying Merry Christmas. Like we had a whole relationship and we, when we lived together, we did things as a family, going to the park, skating, aquarium, family visits. I even took his daughter out, just me and her, like girl days. Like it's just, everybody thinks that it's so easy. It's, it's really easy easy for me just to leave the situation because I didn't have kids for him whole time. Like nobody, no, it's not like, because they're still together. I, the one had to leave the situation and they're left with, you know, no explanation or what kind of explanation that he gave, which how truthful will I ever know that is, you know, I won't know those conversations. Um, I really felt doing like the first couple of days, like, like what the F, like I was so angry, like two years down the drain and now being a little at like two and a half months out of it. Like I see why the process of grieving is really so important that in that period of just healing and just being with self. And it's, it got to the point where, cause I'm a giver, like I give everything out of my soul to make sure that the person I'm with feels that. And when that, like, I feel like it's not being reciprocated or I feel like you're telling me and doing things sneaky and I just don't feel like you're a hundred percent in with me, that that's not okay. And you know, everything, every once in a while, like I still in the upcoming episodes, especially the next episode, things are going to really uh, get deep. Um, the, ep- the next episode is called Blinders Are Off. And it, it symbolizes that they are off. They And it's surreal because you don't see the blinders. <laughs> you don't you don't see that you have this blinder up like oh I'm so in love this that can't do no wrong he would never do me like this like and it, and it be it, it's just what it is <laughs> but I just think that it's really important to just go through it 
Like really, really, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay. It It is 100% okay. And I'm telling you this because this is my first time, like this hasn't been, I mean, I've had breakups that I thought were bad in the past compared to this, but no, this, this definitely takes the cake. And since this is like the secondary episode, I just want to make something clear here. I will not be name dropping. I just don't do that. That's just not something that I do. Like I, this is my story and I have no reason to lie about any situations that happened between me and him. I loved him wholeheartedly would have gave anything to make it work, but it just didn't work. He couldn't love me how I needed to be loved. And he, I think he knew that too. And that's a part of realization that, you know, you don't always get the, I'm sorry. And you have to be okay in that, in your healing and your grieving process. You don't get that, I'm sorry that you're old. You don't get that closure conversation that everybody thinks is so good when it really brings up a whole bunch of stuff that you're really shouldn't even be addressing anymore after a certain amount of times. Like it, it really is very much so an awakening to the beginning of it, a journey that you don't know where it's going to lead. Even in being honest, like I started March 1st, I started, I said I was giving up all sugary drinks. I went, I just wanted to do a water cleanse. And that's how this whole thing started. I just, I could see so much clearer now. I'm on the 23rd, still only been drinking water. Now my eating habits, they're not to be discussed. They're still not good, but I have cleansed my palate and I've really tried to hone in on just healing properly and making sure that I'm taking care of me and taking care of what feels good for me because I went so long just making sure everybody else was good. And I, that that's a whole bunch of different situations. But in this podcast, this is going through a breakup. That situation, my last breakup, took me on a whirlwind of emotions, emotional roller coasters. Like, I wanted everything with that individual. Like, I wanted everything with him. And to this day, like, I still haven't received my stuff back. And, you know, it's things that I know now that we'll get into later in different episodes that everything makes sense. Why none of this even mattered. Like, none, the relationship, it had its good parts. It was very much good in the beginning. But was the blinders on? I, I was definitely in love and I let a whole bunch go that I shouldn't have. And, you know, you live and you learn and you just want to make sure that you take something from the relationship that makes you a better person. And, you know, I've never, you know, I've always claimed to be a good person and always do things with good intentions, like never malice, even this podcast. I don't wish no malice on nobody. I I really just want this story out because 
this is my way of healing. And I know some people aren't going to like it, but this is part of my grieving process. And, you know, if you can't handle the truth, that sounds like, you know, a problem for yourself that you have to go deal with because I have no reason to lie about anything that goes on in this podcast, anything that was done to me in the relationship, anything that now hindsight 2020 that the blinders are off that I see. You know what I mean? But back to the grieving part, I think, you know, with me, it comes, it stems way further than the relationship because honestly, I don't grieve anything, to be honest. And, and, think everything hits me at once after like something that I've invested in so hard it's downfall like that if that makes sense to anybody I hope this is resonating with somebody or somebody can understand where I'm coming from because it's this grieving process it's not it's not for the faint of heart and none of this is for the faint of heart because when you have a heart that, you know, you just will give every piece of your heart away and leave yourself with nothing. That's that's the whole irony of this podcast. You don't want to have to do that. You don't want to have to give all away and you don't have anything for yourself. You came into this world by yourself. I came here by myself. I need to make sure that I am whole for my next person, for my next relationship, so that this won't be how my ending is. And this might be where I'm at right now, but this is not where I plan to be. I'm not going to stay here. This is all a process. I feel like this grieving step was huge and monumental because I never did this before. Like I never just sat back and was like, oh my goodness, like what, where did I go wrong in this situation? Because I let too many things slide. I said yes too many times. And even when things were still not not good, I still would just splurge. I would just, it was a thing where I felt like I, you know, I could, you know, not finesse my way because I had everything set up for myself that I could, you know, make somebody happy and you know, spin here and there and it not really affect me. But in turn, what I'm dealing with now, the turmoil is that it did affect me, you know, and the things that were left unsaid and everything that I had to handle on the back end, the thank yous that were never received, like, it's just a lot of things that when I think about it, that's why I pause because it's just like, wow, like you really, like you really went through a lot. And I, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. Like I don't wish heartbreak because it's not, it's not easy. It's not, it's one, it's not one of those things that you can just bounce back from. Like I used to think like, and for transparency purposes, I'm 27. So I've been in love before. Well, I thought I was in love before, but this right here, I was in it, like in it, in it, whole stepmama, <laughs> if you feel me, whole stepmama living in the house, cooking, cleaning, all of this and all of that. That's the problem too, because it was just too much. <laughs> it was just too much. And I took it on like with a cape, like I'm superwoman. I'm here to save the day. And let me just tell you, 
I'm trying to save myself now. And that's that's all that matters to me at this moment because that's all I have. All I have is me. I have, of course, I have my family and my friends and my support system that's pushing me to do this, even though I'm really nervous. But it's like, I need to do what makes Chloe happy. <laughs> Whatever makes Chloe happy, that's, that's all I'm into right now. So that is the second episode. Um, of course, at the end, you know, I have to pull the card to see what it says for us and what we're going to look forward to at the end of everyone. So let me see what we got today. When you focus on the good, the good gets better. Wow. Now, I don't even have to say nothing with that. Like, wow. When you focus on the good, the good gets better. And that's the direction I'm headed in. So with that, that's the end of this segment. Um, this is going to be on Apple Music and, I mean, Apple Podcasts, excuse me. <laughs> Apple Podcasts and everything, streaming networks. I'm really trying to work on getting that set up um, so you guys can comment and give me your stories because I'm open to all of it because... We are in this together, and that's all for today, guys. This is Chloe, and I'm signing out. Bye.